obsessions and goals and I will outdo every one of them. Friends, family, homeless people, we are gathered here in remembrance of Jerome Valeska. So let's get this party started! And then there'd be sound effects. Whoop, whoop, if I'm, if I want to put in an air horn or something. <laughs> That's right. It is the wake of uh, Jerome Valeska, that old corpse. Uh, and let's all get drunk and play ping pong! <laughs> <laughs> this is the Gotham Chronicle podcast, Jerome's Wake. I'm Josh, and joining me as my fellow pallbearers is... This... Oh, I had a joke, but I forgot about it. This is Donovan. This is Harley! That's right. <laughs> Harley is taking over for Jan this week, for for, for, for reasons. Uh, and this is... um the, What was this episode called? Uh, that Old Corpse. Yes, That Old Corpse, uh it is Jerome's wake, and really, we we kind of only have one plot line this week. It's just like everyone's kind of tied into the same plot line of like the party of Jerome's wake, and there's you know a few things going on. It, it, it begins you know innocently enough with um, Gordon breaking every single ethics rule ever, and like offering to cut a deal with his ex fiance so that she won't be charged for crimes. You know, it, uh, I thought that he was pretty on the straight and narrow in this. Was he was he trying to? I thought that the well, he, he, he was saying he was saying I can help you give up Nigma and like I'll get you house arrest or something. I mean, what police do. <laughs> it's a little shady because you're offering a deal to a bank robber because you happen to share a home with her at one point. <laughs> it's a uh, share a bed that like uh, Nathaniel Barnes would call in the middle of the night to talk about how much people they're going to kill. <laughs> yeah. Watch season two, folks. That was an actual scene that happened. <laughs> uh, you're going to be very busy. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, it's 3 a.m., Barnes. Can we talk about 
Can y'all talk about like how you're just gonna shoot a bunch of people that are gonna be dead. And Barnes became a serial killer, and Lee became a bank robber. And Josh and I told him. Harry about that, and he, and he man, up. the GCPD like does not have a good track record of like their employees not becoming. No, they super don't. Villains. Enigma, Barnes, Lee. <laughs> this is clearly why they need Batman, though, because they suck. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's funny because Bullock's like the most corrupt of them all, and he's he he, he hasn't like tried to like rob a bank or like blow up. He's the not turned into Donut Man yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but the yeah. thing about Bullock is he's very consistent in the type of bad that he is. Yeah, he just kind of like runs off to his to that bar that he sometimes owns every once in a while when when things get too rough. So, <laughs> how does he even afford that bar? Someone tell me. Because he doesn't spend all of his money. What did we say that Gordon was spending all of his money on? Like that's why he can't afford it. Yeah, <laughs> he's not spending all of his money on suits like Gordon. He could afford. <laughs> also, he, he he was taking money from Penguin. You know, like so. <laughs> oh, that is true. Yeah. So yeah. So Gordon and Lee are having a conversation that I've. I, I feel like would almost be obstruction of justice, but that's for Probably. Robert Bullock's side. <laughs> <It's Gotham. laughs> she's, like, she's like, well, you finally caught me, copper. Oh, are we role-playing? Ah, see, yes, it's uh, not <laughs> He turned us to a pirate? <laughs> <He's> like, well, <laughs> are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> I was trying to do, like, the ah, see, like, like 19, 1920s, like, gangster, Lead but, like... to the R too hard. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the problem is, when you do it with the Gordon voice, you can't help but sound like a pirate. <laughs> Jay Jones pirate. <laughs> She's like, well, what are we doing here? Is this an interrogation, or are we role-playing? And he, like, puts his pants back on. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, interrogation, of course. Luckily, they're interrupted by Jerome's, you know, cronies uh, who uh, break in to, uh, for a wake up. Yeah, uh, f- first they do get that video from Lucius of someone who very obviously is Jerome. So, meanwhile, you know, at, at various points throughout town, different characters are reacting to what's going on. Like Jeremiah's, like Bruce, Jerome's come back. He's like, no, he isn't. I'll take you to his grave where his body will be dug up. Ah! I know that you're really Jerome Bruce. I'll kill you. Uh, meanwhile, Penguin and Butch are watching TV. To which, like, Penguin's like, "Why are you so mad at me, Butch?" To which I'm like, "Are you? Are you? Are you kidding?" <laughs> Butch said that too. Are, like, are, you, are you kidding, boss? I mean, not boss, but like Penguin. <laughs> well, crush your head like a grape. You chopped off my hand. You made me shoot fish. You. Uh, <laughs> All, all the times that you've betrayed me, it's like, yeah, but I was just kidding. It's like, <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> all right, fine. We'll find. I love how they keep on talking about we have to find, we have to get money so we could afford Hugo Strange. Like, can't they just kidnap him and like force him to like Where work? In like the they world do. Is Doctor Hugo Strange? <laughs> <laughs> I want that parody on my desk by five p.m. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sneak around the hospitals from <laughs> Arkham to Blackgate. <laughs> we just, I'm, I make so the monster man Sophia. who have things and big wings. <laughs> I'll make Butch into a man so he can marry Tabitha. Tell me where in the world is my Doctor Hugo Strange? <laughs> yeah, why would he be singing that about himself? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck us, because that's why. He's singing to Ghost Peabody. We, I think we have a talent with, with propositional singing. I think I think we really do. <laughs> we flexed those muscles a lot this year. So Penguin and Butch, you know, decide to go to this wake at the JCPD. 
because, you know, they'll be able to find out the plan. And it's this weird, like, seven-step plan that somehow ends with, like, Butch getting cured when I don't know why they don't just kidnap Hugo Strange without the money. Yeah, Penguin says, you know, during confusion, there is – maybe Riddler said that, but, like, uh, it's our opportunity uh, to do something. Yeah, and and meanwhile, Riddler, you know, plans this heist to extract Lee from that JCVD, so, you know – so he shows up there too. There's there's almost a Nick Magbohat moment, but they don't actually run into each other. But they both like break into that armored like van like within like a minute of each other. Like, hooray, so the Riddler, funny. I'm saved. So <laughs> no, Lee's not in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hooray, the Penguin. Which like every single Rogues Gallery member is known by their name. No, then like a minute later, hooray. Balloon Man, you've come to save me. <laughs> he rises up in his hot air balloon. just kicks him in the face. <laughs> do you always, do you, are you ever sorry for always being wrong? Sometimes. <laughs> I'm sure that every other member of Batman's Rogue's Gallery... Hooray, it's Bane! Who's somehow here. You've come to save me. I'm not in this series yet, Bane. Hooray, it's the Sirens! We're just here for, I don't know, like stupid reasons. Hooray, it's Headhunter! <laughs> said nobody. The second, second one, one is my signature. signature. <laughs> <laughs> I like we both did this at the same yeah. time. Yeah, thankfully, no, no, no BS sirens uh, baloney in this episode. So, uh, uh, yeah, the episode yeah. was better for it. Yeah. Uh, so Gordon does call Alfred to warn him that like Bruce might be a target, and it this part actually made me laugh because like he calls Alfred, and Alfred picks up. He's like, Alfred, it's me, Gordon, and I'm like laughing like. Of course it's you. Who else has a voice like that? Like he, he had to identify himself. To <laughs> Joshua Lavender Tony. <laughs> Fair point, but I don't call Sean Pertwee on the phone ever. <laughs> <laughs> so before anything else can happen, though, Alfred gets beat up, um, which means that you know it's another hospital visit for him. Uh, oh yeah, I, we, we, I, we didn't find out what happened with that. That was a cliffhanger. Yeah, the, the, that, that's a cliffhanger. And uh, let's see. So all that's going on. Um, <laughs> Gordon decides to like, you know, Bullock and Gordon have this plan about how they're going to like, you know, tear gas these people from the wake. Riddler gets in there the save Lee and she's like, oh, Ed! and they make out under the stairs like Patty Mayonnaise and Doug Funny. Yeah, <laughs> you're so sexy in that clown costume. <laughs> Did you bring one for me? Uh, no. <laughs> a lot of role-playing jokes in this episode already. We're like two minutes in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure Jam will have something to say about that, because she always, like, finds, like, the undertones, you know, about, like, power dynamics and BSM and stuff like that, so... BSM? BSM. Just bondage sadomasochism. Forget the dominance part. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone's dominant in God. Right on cue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We might have kids who listen to the show, but if they do, then they're 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 corrupt long before now. Corrupt? I mean, they're just educated. <laughs> oh my the, god! A smart woman burn her. She's a witch. None of that this episode. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> no let's see. Like out in the back to like beat them to death. No. Yeah, yeah. Even though there was lots of plot lines in this episode, like it, or, well, no, no, there was only there, one plot. Tangents, but generally, yeah. it was Jeremiah. Yeah, there, there was only. Yeah, there was Three. only one plot line in this episode, but, like, it, it, there was a lot of characters running through it. So, okay, so, uh, yeah, Penguin and uh, Butch kidnap, you know, a random Jeremiah person and torture him with chicken bones for information. I, I love Butch. He, he's, he's just, like, he's just, like, totally chill in his yeah, role. Jerome. He's like, all right, I'll do this. And he's like, you got to understand, I need to change back. I'm a freak. And it's like, no, you're, you're just albino with super strength. Like, you're fine. 
Oh, you missed an opportunity. Go on. I'm a freak. No, you're a weirdo. What the hell are you doing here? I don't belong here. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand the reference. It's a, it's a reference to a Radiohead. <laughs> oh, creeps on oh, uh, a creep. I'm a weirdo. I mostly know that from Community because Shirley's kids sang it during the Ass Crack Bandit episode. You've never heard the song by itself? Uh, once or twice, but like... Holy I, I, I shit, it's the parody. All time. <laughs> <laughs> Love Grundy in the eye. He doesn't talk like that anymore, but like... He's <laughs> not the Hulk. <laughs> well, but, but, but at the beginning of the season, like he talked like that a little bit. Yeah, uh, so that ties up those people. Uh, let's see, so Gordon winds up in uh, Jeremiah's little maze thing again, where he sees Harley Quinn... No, calm down, Reddit, it's Echo. Uh, who just texted me? It's oh, it's Harley Quinn. Oh yeah. no, it's Harley. <laughs> Wait, terrible, 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 terrible voice. Yeah, it's not Harley. It's Echo. But like that doesn't stop Reddin and YouTube from like saying like someone on YouTube put like the Joker and Harley Quinn. Attack they totally did. Fight. I saw that and I was like, what the. F-? <laughs> yeah well and then like this guy who was pretending to be a, a a leaker like you know i have information about the next episode of gotham like went on to reddit and said we're gonna find out in the next episode that echo's okay, real name is he's a liar <laughs> and a leaker <laughs> we're gonna find out in the next episode that echo's real name is harleen quinzel but then like this leaker was like proven to be fake this, this because, leaker was like, choked by the real leaker on, on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, there is a real leaker on on Reddit, uh, but like you know, who like said this leaker is probably a liar because they're suicide. Really, you said I'm a guy. Wait, you're, two, you're you're the same person. <laughs> yeah. So then, as Gordon is you know watching this, you know uh, he, he's watching Gotham on Hulu, and he like says, "Wait a second, <laughs> Jerome, Jeremiah, Jeremiah." He doesn't Einhorn figure anything is... out. Like he, he just told everything. <laughs> Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, he sees the video and realize, <laughs> and and Jeremiah or jo- Jer- wow, twins, Mr. Jerome, J. Jerome unmasks himself as Jeremiah. So all these posthumous videos that we thought were of you know Jerome that he played before his death, it was actually Jeremiah in Jerome face. And, uh, and okay, I was and actually the- honestly confused, like. So I was a little the, bit the, the at choking, first. The choking bit, like what was going on there? Yeah, I was like, wait a second, is this revealing that, like, Jerome was killed before he was killed and, like, Jeremiah disguised as Jerome at one point? On. Was Jerome dead before he died? And then Jeremiah, this was like, wait, no, wait, that doesn't make sense because there was a course. But th- I realized yeah. within, like, 30 seconds. Like, what well, I'm, I'm, but what on? is the answer? I mean, I honestly don't know. Like, I, uh, like oh, was okay. he kidding when he was, when he was choking? Like, um, okay, um, so he, 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 it was a metaphor. He was, like, using camera tricks, but, like... Jerome was not in any of those videos. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah did those videos pretending to be Jerome and pretended that Jerome recorded those before his death. None of those were actually Jerome. Jan, is that right? Yes. Okay, so so, so the whole choking bit was it was just him, him like jerking around. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was joking around because it, it was it was it was meant to be confusing because I was watching it like what? Because <laughs> then you see him like dying and it's like okay what? There. It's a um, metaphor for him killing his brother. There's, there's a third Jerome twin. <laughs> it, that was the <laughs> surprise. My name is uh, Janice <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> Jackson Valeska. <laughs> I was hidden away Let's from my two Jeremiah. other brothers. <laughs> Jarek. My name is Jarek. 
Or Jerry. <laughs> or Gerald. By season, like, seven, like, Gordon's like, we have to stop Justin Valestra. <laughs> <laughs> Valestra. His whole last name changes, too. <laughs> <laughs> the hell with this <laughs> yeah apparently like jerome's mom like had like set octuplets or something like or jerome's mom from, plus eight from um from um the adventures of Ten Ten. it's just like they just keep on coming <laughs> and uh a bomb blows up presumably killing gordon and like um there's finally um, we, yeah i know like who would have thought that he'd die um and apparently they're gonna keep up with that for like part of the next episode because they've already shown like clips of the next like episode they accidentally release those uh it, it's it's weird but they were they, they released previews for this episode but they accidentally did it for like two episodes ahead and they had to like take them off of social media but people already posted it and like well so into the saying episode, to gordon we hardly knew he well like well into the next episode there's two clips of like people saying yep gordon's thing, including like barbara who like seems like she could care less you know Aaron Richards thinking they're going to get married, my butt. Like, um, uh, and so that happens. Uh, Jer- Jeremiah also reveals himself and like takes off his face makeup and uh, reveals himself to the followers and to Bruce and like throws Bruce into an empty grave and basically says that he's going to do things that his brother never dreamed of. And he and Echo get ready to destroy the city with these uh, little like um, arc reactor bombs that they stole from Tony Stark. <laughs> the little light, the light shows. Uh, so I, I'd like to start with uh, Don since uh, he did not have a good week last week. I want to know if uh, this uh, took some of the bad taste from his mouth. <clears throat> uh, Are we sorry. just going to start with the main one or like hit the little ones first? I'll like give like just kind of just brief overall thoughts. Okay. Yeah, brief overall thoughts. Oh, we're all still on overall thoughts. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, no, that, that, that was just a very long recap. <laughs> I'm still waking up. You're good. Go ahead. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, all right. Look. Um. Uh oh. Solid start. This is actually really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, like when I was watching, and I, I, I explained off air that like um. I was kind of traveling across the city because as we recorded this free comic book day, so I thought I'd get some. I thought I'd splurge some money and buy some stuff. I got the um, the Hardack Batman Funko Pop because I've been meaning to get that for a while. And, oh, uh, cool! And uh, I was watching like you know the scenes of like in the GCPD with, with Riddler assembling his gang and uh, Gordon and Lee talking. And I was like, okay, this is this is gotham by the numbers. I, I have nitpicks, but they're not really worth bringing them now. And the Bruce and um, Jeremiah thing was going on. It's like, okay, this is. Interesting. I, I I really couldn't plainly kind of predict where it was going. I knew that like okay, Jerome, Jeremiah is probably a bad guy, but they're not giving us uh, an an obvious route to that. Although he's probably tricking Bruce. But once once um the the, the switch is turned and Gordon is kind of in that trap, the kind of that trap house, and he's wiping his face on that kind of stuff. I was like, you know what? I I, I hate to say this because I'm so toxic over the show. <laughs> But as I squeeze, as I squeeze blood out of my fist, this is probably some of the best Gotham's ever been. <laughs> this is really, really good. <laughs> and that was, and I'm like, this is. I mean, this is actually kind of inspired because we're getting into it. But like when they did the whole idea of like you know, well, Jerome was the archetypical Joker, and this is a new version. I was like, they're putting a lot of eggs in the basket to kind of pull that off. But Karen Monaghan is is like dragging this show, kicking and screaming into a realm of quality. And um, <laughs> how dare you make us good? Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's like once he turned that gun on that guy, like 
Gotham kills people all the time, but like actually, that actually had like an impact just because the look on his face and like just the stuff he was saying. Like, um, you know, you hear that sound? That is a very bad sound. And like him saying, you know, "This <laughs> this is the face of true Sandy." I was like, "This is fuck." <laughs> so like, color me impressed. I'm, I'm, I, this doesn't take back what I said about the last episode, but like, this was this was pretty damn cool. Let's kick the ass, John. Who's John? I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's your French counterpart. Jean. Uh, no, like, seriously, I expect... There was, like, some things that I expected, and those things went off as expected. Uh, but, yeah, the whole Jerome-Jeremiah thing, I was just like... Because the way they played it, it played like a regular Gotham episode where, like, okay, for some reason, Jerome had all this planned out after he died. Whatever, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so you're just sitting there like par for the course, whatever. Um, and then you get to the whole big reveal where it's Jeremiah doing it the whole time. And I was like, oh, God, this makes so much sense. And then I was just sitting there like, and I told you, I was watching this with um, my boyfriend. And he was Careful, the we're going to get episode. a letter about that in a year. Like, is Jan still with that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Continuity. Don't, pay, don't, don't make fun of the people that are curious. It's just me. Um, I'm glad that they're invested in our lives. <laughs> it's it's actually kind of weird because I'm not used to it. Uh, not creepy, but weird. Um, but yeah, so he'd never seen any other episode of this show, and he he does not read comic books. So the most about the most thing that he knows about Batman is that he's rich, has orphans. Wears a bat suit and drives a fancy car. That's about it. He has orphans. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, so he was all like, "Yeah, no, this is like really good." And I'm like, "I know." Like he could hear me, like because I was like, "I'm really sorry, I'm making you watch this. I just don't want to watch it by myself." And you're here, and it'll like be an experience. And he's like, "Okay." He's like, "I was like, he was like, I was expecting this to be a lot worse." And like, with, like he was with me, and every time. Jim did something. He had like every complaint that we ever had. He was like, "But why is this happening?" <laughs> Good man. This doesn't make sense. He liked, like, we both like the Riddler and um, Marina Background. The the Riddler and Lee was solid. Uh, I did like the random inserts of um, Penguin and Butch because they lightened up the mood. Because that episode yeah. was like ridiculously heavy, and I was all like. This doesn't feel like a Gotham show. What's happening? Um, because oh my god, this is—they just need to make it the Jerome and Bruce show, and then just do that. Jerome dead. Yes, but you know what I mean, like the Jerome Jeremiah, the Valeska and Bruce show. That's just that's what I need. Batman versus the Joker number one every episode. Yes. Oh my god, it's so good. When he turned around and said, you are my very best friend, I was, like, laying mm. on the floor. I was laying on the floor, like, oh, oh my god. Oh, my god. That was me. But, yeah, those are my feelings. <laughs> um, This played with my expectations in a good way. Um, Obviously, we knew that, like, Jeremiah was going to become an evil Joker, but we didn't know, like what road they were taking. So I was legitimately surprised when they did the switch and, and 
a few weeks ago, like when we kind of knew what direction the plot was heading in, I was hesitant. I'm like, uh, why are we going to kill Jerome just for his evil twin to take over? That's kind of a waste. And it's like, and I, and I was even bringing up what Davi Mazal said. He said, like, this is going to be one of the most brilliant things that Gotham's ever done. I don't see what's going to make this so brilliant, but, you know, I'll hold out until, like, it happens, and then I'll judge it. And I'm glad that I held out because um, <sighs> this was good. And I usually like the episodes better where, like, instead of multiple plot lines, it's kind of everyone reacting to the same plot line. So this was fun, having all the characters come to the same like plot line even if they didn't interact like you know penguin butch and the riddler and yeah like jan um i loved penguin and butch this episode they were uh hilarious uh and uh the penguin you know, and from... the butch the penguin and the butch <laughs> one is a genius the other will the other is crunch. butch <laughs> <laughs> Narf. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, it, it, or it's a uh, Grundy and Cobblepot. You, you, you got to pick something that you can rhyme with. So the like uh, Ed. Or yeah, well, I don't want to be. Well, they're not friends anymore. I know, but that would have made more sense because Pinky and the Brain, Grundy and the Ed. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you got to have the um. Yeah, you gotta have the smart one last. So I guess that would be Penguin, or like, you know, or... Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> we'll brainstorm song parodies later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, generally, um, I liked this episode, and uh, most of my thoughts about why I liked it will go over on our Beat by Beat. So our first, like, discussion point uh, that I'd like to do is uh, Jeremiah, once he revealed himself, you know, and how we thought about that, one of my biggest fears was that like it was just going to be jerome 2.0 and i was you know like why kill off someone who's been doing this stuff for years if you're just going to have someone do the same thing and i'm glad they put all those fears to bed for me uh with like because i was like okay he's not going to be derivative of his brother like he threw his brother's like diary like in there like yeah like these are just insane plans i'm going to be doing smart stuff and then uh he basically rejected like we saw him do the Jerome stuff this episode, and then at the end, he just rejected it. Like, that's not my ideology. That's not what I'm going to do. Um, you know, I'm nothing like this. Like, I was really worried with that diary at the beginning. I was like, oh, no, is he going to, like, I'm going to do everything in my brother's diary, you know, or something. Or, uh, But, yes, like, this was a wake for Jerome in more ways than one, not in just, like, a traditional wake, but in, like, just <clears throat> the spirit of him. Like, we're, like, he's inspired by Jerome, but he's not Jerome. And someone brought up on Reddit, too, that um, they kept the whole vagueness of, like, the Joker's origin, where, like, you know, there's, like, open-ended questions about the Joker's origin, like, and what's true and what isn't. And someone brought up that, like, yeah, like, uh, is Jeremiah lying when he says that, like, you know, the gas actually only affected him cosmetically, it didn't drive him insane? Or is Bruce right, where he says, no, it did drive you insane, like... So was Jeremiah insane before or after the gas, or did the gas just affect him cosmetically like he claims? So um, I, I kind of like that, too. Uh, and it, my, my only thing is um, Cameron was – or Cameron Monaghan. They're both Cameron Monaghan. But um, Jerome was kind of like a Heath Ledger-ish Joker, I would say, whereas – He was every Joker except for Jared. This, I'm feeling like Jeremiah is a very, like, Jack Nicholson Joker so far, and I kind of want him to let loose in a non-Jerome way a little more. Like, I almost felt like he was too calm, and, like, th there's calm versions of the Joker, like Dark Knight Returns and, like, 
the first Jericho story in Batman issue one, but you know, I, I would like to see him do some more Joker things, but not in a Jerome way, if that makes sense. So what do you guys all think? Stealing kid children's uh, report cards and stuff. Um, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> making um, meat pies. <clears throat> I feel like, <clears throat> Oh God, I feel like he's supposed to be a, a more of a foil. I don't really mind the calmness. I think it's cause insanity comes in different, in different ways because you can be like extremely calm like you've seen those those villains is all like well like ozymandias and um watchman uh watchman he was all like yeah the only reason i'm telling you this now is because i executed my plan 30 minutes ago he was very you'll never get away with this he was very very calm about his monologuing and he sounded like absolutely crazy so it doesn't really like that kind of, I actually like those kind of villains. I don't need them to be like manic. And this is their take but on this is Gotham's, the Joker. Be manic, though. Well, for, uh, this is Gotham's take on the Joker. It's supposed to be unique. He doesn't have to be manic. And they already did the yeah. other Joker. Plus, uh, every every single other villain is manic as well. Like like Mad Hatter, yeah. or Penguin, or Galavan. Like like we've we've had a plethora of sort of like cackling villains. Which kind of you know diluted the uniqueness of the Joker. So um, I mean, I mean you, you brought it up yourself like the, like Dark Knight Returns Joker doesn't laugh until the very la- like, until he dies. Um, he's very kind of calm and cool. I was trying to think of like more of a Grant Morrison kind of Joker who um, mm. uh, was really diabolical, but also kind of very kind of slick and smart and stuff. And as you bring up, you know, the first time we see him in Bat Number One, he's not really like cackling all the time. He's just kind of you know carrying out his plans. Um, I mean, so I feel that, like, this is legitimately the birth of this kind of new version, so we'll see where it goes. But um, I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really um, feeling a complaint because of a lack of sort of, like, energy so far. Uh, the only thing I'm kind of curious about is, like, you know, I'm wondering if his hair's meant to be green or, or if, like, if that's not, that didn't happen because his lips are red. Um, so I was wondering, like, how far they're going to go with that. <laughs> People have been dissecting that online, like, like looking at different photos of him. Like, does his hair look green in this photo or not? And I, I'm okay if his hair is not green right now or for a while, because as long as he encompasses, like, the spirit of the Joker, which is kind of happening right now, um, you know, and he's wearing the purple suit and everything. Like, I, I don't need green hair. And, and also, like, Batman hasn't appear yet and i guess one of the showrunners did say in an interview that like they might not call him the joker like in the dialogue of the show that's very snidery of them you know like, like, they're calling him Superman, that's sir. fine to me i mean i don't call him joker well i don't think it's for snyder reasons i don't think it's like you know, it stands for hope you know like or anything <laughs> well no it's just like I, I, actually that's that's not fair to the show because they call riddler and penguin and all that kind of stuff yeah i mean <laughs> they're clearly not shy you know like yeah. <laughs> but, even, but even like i think i was kind of going back to like the fact that like in bvs i think they hardly call him batman it's like the bat of gotham it's, it's like screw off but like it's interesting that they wouldn't do that because every other villain except for selena has been kind of labeled i guess poison ivy too but he has yeah. been called just the bat before. But they did that like over excess. Like like they were they were afraid to call him Batman, even though the title of the goddamn movie is Batman. Um, if you had seen it, you you kind of see what I was I was I'd be getting at. Yeah, um, but I don't watch movies with Ben Affleck in them because I enjoy life. Uh, wow. Well, I, I don't anymore after seeing that. <laughs> uh, come at me, bros. Um. I mean, what, what did I last year? What <laughs> I liked, uh, and you, you kind of, I think one of you brought it up, is that um, whereas Jerome was kind of the more manic, violent take on the Joker, 
the Joker is supposed to be like a chemical genius, and this and a mastermind. One, yeah, this one this one is explicitly smart, and his ego is ex- kind of expressed through that. Um, I just damn it, I really liked how he was played I know. here. I know because he was he was he was like uh, he was he didn't like you know start just like opening up a Tommy gun shooting people. He was like you know. Are you gonna listen to me or act like children? I was like, that's cool, and like how he was just very—I I mean, I don't know how that guy did it, but he really played him well. Uh, I'm interested. I was gonna say attractive because he was very attractive. Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, like the—he had that crazy look in his eyes that I like. <laughs> Is he wearing contacts? Like the actor? Yes. That's interesting. I think so. His eyes were like really light. Yeah, once once he jokered out, like, like yeah, his eyes when, like, he were... turned around and he took off his contacts. I'm gonna I'm gonna link a picture to you guys from uh from that they posted on Reddit. Is uh, it Harley Quinn? It, it's Harley. It, well, he did Harley. have the hat on, so I can understand why people are like, "Oh my god, it's Hart!" Like I was like, "Well, I guess so." It was evocative like, of that. Yeah, that's 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 like, true. Cl- clowns have jesters. Like jesters have been around since like before Harley Quinn. Like when you go, yes, to the but circus, a Harley Quinn is also a jester. Well, yeah, but when you go to the circus and you see, like, a jester, you don't say, oh my gosh, that's supposed to be Harley Quinn from Batman. Well, this is a Joker kind of thing, so I, I, I get where they're going at, and it's a blonde lady in the in the wig, but in, or in the cowl, but um, still, no. Uh, no, but I, I think that, like, I think, I, think I, I am a little concerned about the question of, is it, is the idea that Jerome made him this way because of the gas, or is it like, you know, he was always this way, but if he was always this way, then, like, how was it? Was this a plan from a long time ago, or is this kind of spontaneous? Like, I would well, love. He, he like, was kind more. of sick. Like when we first met him, like he locked his brother in like a dungeon maze and was like, "I'm gonna hold him, not you well, guys." He was, a, he, was a, he was a serial killer. I mean, I, got, I don't think that that was crazy. Um, exactly. He like, also like manipulated his brother's life, saying that he was a terrible human since they were young. He was not a good egg. He was not the good brother. Yeah, he was already and, a messed up brother. And I think what happened was gas released into his face, and then he got that whole cosmetic change. It cracked him. So his brother actually did drive him insane, but he didn't have to do it with the gas. He just gave him that one bad day slash push. And um. He, remember he remember the first time we met Echo. Like he has this enforcer going around that's like putting people in like dog cages, and I don't think he hired Echo like that day. She'd been working for him for a while. So when when you're hiring your own like female enforcers who are like who are like that, I don't know. It it just means that you're up to no good. I don't think he just kept her around for the day that his brother broke out. And also, he was like super obsessed with like being better than his brother too. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, so I guess. Do, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. But, 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 like, uh, do we? So, like, is this plot that he has? Do we think that this it's a plot that was kind of birthed from the gas, or is it like a long game he was always working on, with like Bruce Wayne's money and like the bombs and stuff? That's and and that's an open ending question, and I like that it's an open ending question. I mean, I I don't think that he was planning this before he got gas personally, but I do like the idea that there's no. <laughs> You know, like the Killing Joke, you know, multiple choice origins. Like, there's no definitive answer. Well, for me, like- I feel like he did it after the gas. Like, he's yeah. all like, because his brother's like, do this, da da da. It's like, 
it felt like it was more of a retaliation of you don't own me. I'm just going to destroy your whole legacy, not destroy it, but more like um, make it mine so that there's people will think of me and not you because he's always believed. Like if you listen to how he talks, like my brother is like beneath me. My brother is like a problem. And then he looks outside and everybody is worshiping his brother. That's damaging to his psyche because he always felt that he was a better brother, but his brother is getting recognition. Jerome is getting recognition and Jeremiah is not. So it makes more sense for him. And he said this at the end of the episode, and this is what got me. In order to start a new world, you have to tear the old one down. Which Jerome said something like that, like earlier in the series. Like I saw a montage on YouTube and he was like, you know, I'm going to make Gotham a work of art by tearing it up and like putting it, and and it's because, it back up again. Because Jerome clearly resented his Jeremiah for like you know kind of screwing him over, but his, I mean, I'm, I, it's interesting because because I guess Jerome ultimately wanted Jeremiah to destroy the city, despite how he felt about him. Um, so it's, it's interesting because it's it's like um, their feelings towards each other and what they both want to do seem to be similar while also kind of like divergent. They kind of, they kind of, uh-huh. they kind of snake around a lot. This is a very dark version of Phil and Lil from Rugrats All Grown Up, you know. <laughs> no, Lillian, uh-uh, Philip. Back and forth. Back and, forth. and of course, uh, Jeremiah is Lillian. <laughs> yeah, Lillian's the smarter. Of the two. You could tell. You could. You could tell Jeremiah and Jerome apart by the by the pink bow in their hair and the ducky <laughs> on their clothes. Um, they both have duckies on their clothes. Oh, one's wearing so. dress and one's wearing pants, though. But they both have diaper, and also like pink, pink and blue shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're Google imaging them right now, aren't you? No, no, oh, no. I just remember. I used to love that show. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you dumb Alaska twins don't know nothing. Well, I mean, like two two seasons ago, we were always okay, making, making like uh, 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 t- Chucky Finster jokes. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. For a while, like. Bullock was Chunky Fenster, yeah. Like, like I don't know about this homeless cop. This isn't a good idea. Like, a baby's gotta oh. do what a baby's gotta do. <laughs> he pulls a screwdriver out of his underwear. <laughs> Why do you keep that in there? You have pockets. You have a you have, you have a coat pocket. Uh, <laughs> shut up. That's why. <laughs> okay. We use uh, a gift from a bob. <laughs> a baby. I love that movie. <laughs> Me too. Like a birdie singing in a tree. More like reptile. Alright, anyway. Um Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, one, one thing I, one last thing I want to mention is that I like it's interesting how he's how he like Raish uh kind of sees some sort of interest in Bruce. And I and I and I I think that's genuine. I think I can get why he is because Bruce is such an interesting character. Um but uh, it's kind of cool how he's you know I, very blessed friend. I, well, I liked how he how he was like you know he wanted to feed, don't pour you in honey and feed you like like beetles and stuff. I'm I'd, I'd kill you. I'd shoot you in the head. But I'm not going to because I don't I don't want you to die. It's, it's like he's he's kind of like taking that whole that villainous nice. villainous thing and like you know saying no you're alive because I don't want to kill you. But don't make me kill you. Please, he's like I hope you don't try to stop me. And he like knocks him out. Like that was. That was a good shit. Puts him in an open grave with Jerome, too. Like, really creepy. That was the best shot ever. Oh, my God. I... Oh, David got to hear me lose my shit last night. Grave count, too. I was like... After season, last, last season. What? 
Grave count. Yeah, grave count too. It's yeah, because yeah, homeless cop I loved, alive. I love that the the uh, gravestone said second time's a charm. Yeah, that was really yeah. good. <laughs> that was a really good joke. <laughs> uh, I need to I need to write an epitaph just as good as that one. I mean, how many people on Gotham have died twice? You know, Galavan. God, yeah. Yeah, uh, Barbara. Fitch Mooney. I'm, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the notes that I sent Donovan throughout, like when I like live watch it, and I totally forgot I put in big letters. Bulk encourages Gordon to let Lee go, and Gordon tells him to f off. I, well, yeah, I, I want to talk about, about that. that. that, that, that oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, never mind. We'll we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. We're still talking about Jerome. I just got excited about Alvarez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ever <you>. alive, Alvarez. <laughs> I get so excited about him. It's so sad. <laughs> hey, he's outlasted Harvey Dent, Alan and Montoya. Did he have, so did like, any dialogue in and Sarah Essen. Well, she she died, you know. But oh. like, I think he had dialogue. Yeah, uh, I think he posted. Uh, I'm looking at his Twitter right now because I no, think he, he posted. didn't have dialogue. He just stood around a lot in like every scene, like almost every he, scene. I think he was name checked though. Yeah, uh, Gorda said, Alvarez, get her out of here. You got it, boss. It's him and Harper <laughs> and Lucius are all kind of fighting for a supremacy of dialogue. And then so, he knocked uh, out, he pushed <laughs> Lee back and knocked her out of the wall. Wait, he did that? That was Alvarez? They were all, like, backing up. And then there was, like, a sharp jerk. Oh, wow, I was driving, I didn't. I must have missed that. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness when i was watching like i i thought that lee just like I, I couldn't see like exactly how she got knocked back it just looked like there was a scuffle jw cortez put on may 3rd the night this episode airs he said keep your eyes peeled for your favorite latino detective oh, that's so sad <laughs> keep your eyes peeled that's always hard to find them and then he put hashtag always alvarez <laughs> <laughs> God bless him. Uh, uh, I love always that. <laughs> That's like, um, oh, I just clicked on the hashtag and like see like who else is like posted. And there's like some prom picture us against the world. Hashtag always Alvarez. Wow. That's sad. Uh, but yeah, let's go back to Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't have much more to say about him in general, you know, like it's just, uh, what he did with the plum. I, I, but, you I know, like, like um, again, uh, kind of like how last season the Bruce and Jerome fight was like one of the best things Gotham ever did. That whole scene at the graves, graveyard where uh, Jeremiah was revealing himself, I was like, yeah. I can't believe how good this is. <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that's your treat for the Barbara Ross stuff from last week. I know. It's like, you had to put up with this. Let's give you this. Okay. I would die. Okay. Okay, son. <laughs> I mean, I was honestly, I was honestly like, like this is uh, this is such good writing. I, I I should learn from this. It was well, it was and well done surprising us, you know, because we knew that Jeremiah was going to be evil and like you know and stuff like that. But they still managed to like do surprise a twist us. and surprise. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I was. Oh my god, I was just watching it, and I was like, oh hey, look, what color is his tie? And the guy purple, and his and his uh, shirt green. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. Let's see how this goes. It looks like he's already the Joker. Like I was in my head, and then the further it went, I was like, or maybe he just likes purple and green. Now here's a question, though. I guess they're gonna go to the the. I guess like I guess they're gonna go over to the uh, 
the graveyard. Like I was talking about that. I guess they're going to go over to the graveyard. He's not there. That's when he's going to have his break. And then he turns around and he goes like, I know it's you, brother. And I was like, whoa, this took what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was oh, about that. Like, 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 what's if the whole... only there was someone who loved you. Well, the whole thing of, of like, of like, did he predict that Bruce is going to go to the graveyard? Like, I was a little confused about that. Like, what, how much was that intention? And how much that was just happenstance? Oh, that—that that was absolutely. He was—he was manipulating Bruce to take him there, so that way he could like, because because remember he had them put Jerome's corpse there later on with the open grave. Um, he probably did try to use his words to have Bruce say like, "You're just gonna go. We're just gonna go look at the grave." Um. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I can, I can, I can believe that. Uh, he had all this stuff planned well in advance, and he, him and his brother are both master manipulators. Well, it's interesting because, like, he at first feigned the idea that, like, the the gas was making him crazy and you know being delusional, but that turned out to be a ploy to get to get uh, to get basically to fuck with Bruce. Um, yeah, screw with Bruce, I guess. You know, I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to kind of make sense of what he, what well, he was doing. He, he was saying, "My brother's alive. My brother's alive." And he knew if he said that enough, Bruce would be like, "Okay, I'll, I'll show you that your brother's like not alive." Like it's like when you're five years old and you're like, "Mommy, there's a monster in the closet." There's a, like you, your mom's eventually going to open the closet and say, "See, there's no monster." <laughs> like so, you know, and, and unless your mom's like a jerk and says, "Yes, it is in the closet," and he's going to eat you if you don't do your homework. Good night. Some moms do do that. Well, I mean, uh, I'm glad that like the Gotham didn't show its hand by like Bruce, like, come on, let's go, to, let's go to the graveyard, and like Jeremiah's like, yes, graveyard. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, he no, they at the Sophia did. The thriller eyes. They Sophia it hard. <laughs> the new verb. They must Yeah, no, because Sophia, like Josh called it, but the way that they played it out in the show, it wasn't an easy connection until she's like, yeah, I brought him here. Yeah. She's talking about Sophia bringing Pig there when she says that. Because they didn't, they had no interactions until like she revealed, mm-hmm. sort of thing. So it to me, like if you're not if you're not catching up on the context clues, like the purple tie with the green shirt, uh, which is like watching Gwen Stacy in her death outfit in Spider Man Two. <laughs> Kevin Cushing. Um, Actually, that was me. That led. Oh, she's not going to die. That's just her Halloween costume. That's so obvious. Never mind. <laughs> I, well, I, they were just well, joking, but, 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 Don. But, but, she was smiling was, the like, whole time, Don. <laughs> <laughs> I'm choking in all this gaslighting. Well, I mean, uh, well, this, this is an apropos of nothing, but like, um, I'm on Reddit now, which we hate. And one thing I'm realizing is that, like, when he had when he was gassed a couple episodes ago at the very end of that episode, uh, Jeremiah, he he kind of had that whole killing joke thing, kind of squeezing his face as he was like kind of going crazy. It's like, oh, look at yeah, that. that's nice. It's nice, but um, it's an episode that about? benefits from a second viewing. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, he went to the graveyard. He said the brother thing, um, and then he went outside. And I thought that was like really cool how he took Bruce on this journey, and then said, "You're you help me become who I am." Like. That was a nice uh, callback to, for me to um, what is it called? Batman eighty nine. And he's like, "You made me. Mm-hmm. You made me. I made you first. How childish can you get? Can you grieve? 
<laughs> so good. As Kim Basinger dances with Jeremiah, it's a beautiful dreamer. We should watch Batman 89 during, watch during the hiatus. Batman and Batman Returns. He goes straight into Batman and Robin. <laughs> right on the commentary for that one. And I, I just, Returns. like, bleach my it's, eyes and my soul. It's like, wow, Robin Lord Taylor, you've aged horribly. <laughs> yeah, in 20 years prior, since we were a teenager. <laughs> well, what'd you expect? And Karen B. Kondova, you've aged well. Ew. <laughs> it's it morphed into a very beautiful uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a comment on Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> I know, but the way you said it was gross. <laughs> Fair enough. You were like five, but now you're delectable, is what it sounded like. I was thinking about that, you know but whatever. They did that with they did that with poison ivy. First, I was a seed. Then I was a weed. Then I was a sprout. Then I was like by season six. You know when we're on like our ninth. Oh, we did that well gag off. like she was like yeah like. They should recast her to a much older woman and throw us all off. It'll just be <laughs> Helen Mirren next time. <laughs> right, I think that's what we said at one point. And then the and then I'll have like a crisis because Helen Mirren is. <laughs> There's. Do you ever see the episode of The Office where they were like saying that the hottest girl in the world would be a pregnant Helen Mirren and Dwight's like. <laughs> are you guys talking about? Because Helen Mirren is gorgeous. They were, they, were, they were trying to make Pam feel better because she felt like she was ugly because she was pregnant. They're like, And they're like, oh, no, no, lots of women are like Helen Mirren. You know, she's older and she's attractive. Oh, and if Helen Mirren was pregnant, she'd be attractive too. And then like, Dwight's like, what are you guys talking about? A pregnant Helen Mirren is your ideal woman? <laughs> yes. <It's>, uh <sighs> So speaking of ideal women, let, 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 let's talk about Boris and Natasha this episode, a.k.a. Uh, Lee Enigma. Yeah. Um, well, I want to talk about I, that, 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 uh, that scene at the beginning in the, in the interrogation cell. Yeah. I totally forgot until I looked at what I texted, live texted Dom, which I'm glad that I do those live texts because, like, when I go back and, like, look at them, I remember little details that, like, I forgot. Like, yeah, Bullock corrupt as heck is like why don't you just unlock the door and let lee leave and like gordon rightfully tells him the f off yeah like, that was ridiculous it, i mean it, it was well it was in character but like again it was like it's like every time they, they're corrupt i'm just like can we not and i'm glad I'm, i really liked uh uh McKin- i actually really liked uh, gordon's in this first scene like, like don't throw that crap in my face get out of here let me do my job i i, I, I non-ironically liked him in this episode <laughs> All right, Lee. There's only one way out of this out of this situation, and it involves you, me, and a bottle of wine. Oh no! Don't do that. <laughs> that's, that's horrible. That's insidious. Uh... And she's like, "Come." She's like, "Come. Live the narrows. You can be free." No, wait, hold on. What, what's the real estate situation there? When you say live in the narrow, is there, <laughs> is there like, is there like an apartment available? You know, like, does, does this arrangement come with a home? You know, like, <laughs> hypothetically speaking. You have a free dumpster sold. <laughs> Better than what I got now. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know how much I like. If there's one thing I don't like with stuff, I, I don't know how much Lee turned into like a freedom fire. It's like you know, you must fight the banks and the people who prey on the innocent. And it's like, uh, okay, what? What? You're like, dude, you're partnered with the Riddler, okay? And like, <laughs> like you know, that was really like 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 14 year old you know teenage anarchist. Is, is, is yeah, like, honestly, yeah, like. Yeah, we're, we're we're learning about this now, and it's like that's why you're robbing banks to like for the little guy. <laughs> Fight the it power, doesn't really like, bother like, me so much. Uh, she seemed a penguin like a month ago. <laughs> if 
If you remove the non-Lee elements of the situation. <laughs> oh, God. Like the whole robbing banks thing. Like her reasoning and her mindset makes sense to me uh, for the character. You know, for the same one who left Stephanie Brown to die. Um, and I'm just going to keep bringing that up. It, oh, but by all, makes, by all means, it's one of the stupidest things that the comic ever did. Although, like, <laughs> there was also that stupid moment in No Man's Land where she's like, Batman, you're Mr. Zaz, the serial killer, is not the monster. You're the monster. Like, stop that. Like, like, she did that all the time in the comic. She's like, Yeah, she said that to Gordon. You're part of the problem. Because he is. Killer. <laughs> Killer oh, Croc, yes, the, the, the cannibal is not the monster. You're the monster, Batman, for well, trying Gordon to stop him. Said like, you know, we get away, we get, we get away with shit worse than this on the weekends, man. We, let's just let her off, and, and I'm the only one here. Like, well, like, stop telling me I'm corrupt, but you are corrupt. I know. <laughs> How many ex fiancés have I had to drag in this interrogation room? Ugh. Ridiculous. That should be his home. Well, it's, it's funny because when when he was fighting those um, Jerome people in the locker room earlier, I was like, I was like thinking of all like the jokes like "You bother me in my house." Like, <laughs> I, 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 oh I'm God, if you said if you come, you come into my house. I, I don't hey, know guys. if I said this on air, but like I was gathering when I was getting clips for the like Little Mermaid parody where like Lee says, "You live here," and it's the locker room. I watched that scene again for the first time in years, and like. It was more horrifying than I remember. Like, Marina Bakarin walks into that locker room and sees, like, the shirt hanging up and, like, Gordon's possessions there. And, like, it's horrifying. I'm like, wow. Like, for some reason, she didn't turn around and walk out the door right then and there. She just, like, dived into that relationship head first. Like, all right, here we go. Like, nothing uh, like getting into a relationship with a man who is not stable. And like, I can't you know, remember that 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 it was your idea to give him to give you a job, and also um, you know has another personality and also <laughs> robs banks, and also kills people. Enigma, I mean, I'm just saying riddle. you're a what did you say? You're a riddle. That's the greatest thing you've ever said to me. Smartest man in Gotham. <laughs> you, you try to be something else, you know. <laughs> uh. I, I, I mean. It, <laughs> It, it, it is it is not like a thousand miles away for, for her to like you know fight for the little guy but like i found like you know lee you're committing crimes you're robbing banks you're breaking the law and she's like oh yeah well i'm just fighting the corrupt banks i was like that's not what you say in that situation <laughs> it is when your boyfriend is a homeless cop you say i want a lawyer you never read me my rights <laughs> <laughs> Get Look, she understands. She understands. Oh my that. god, she has such a case against them. She's like, okay, um, I, I, I like Blair. Be like, I move that this case be be dropped on what grounds? Well, on malicious prosecution. Number one, you never read her your rights. Number two, apparently you were offered her a special deal. You know, like under the table. You know, which. Uh, you shouldn't be doing because of your previous relationship. Number three, you should have recused yourself from the case in general because you shot her husband a year after <laughs> she miscarried your baby. Like, like, like you, you can't be biased in your prosecution of her. Like, so the prosecutor is biased right then and there. The person who arrested her never read her her rights. It's like, <laughs> did he also arrest her last year when she was on the touch virus? I don't know. I don't think she was actually arrested. Like on the train? No, she was sent on a train to get out. She came back. She, she, she fell like, asleep, and the yeah. train came back. 
<laughs> that's what she said in the inter- in, in like an interview at Comic Con. She's like, I know. Like, that's where I got it from. <laughs> yeah, she just like wrote him a letter, like, "Dear Gordon, you know, like <laughs> Gotham will always be your home in a city of homeless, but I must go and never return until I return to the Narrows." <laughs> if, if I if, if I want to end my life, I, I should start playing a drinking game. With how many times you, you cram the word homeless into its conversation? <laughs> Gotham will always be your home in a city of homeless. Yeah, she would write that into a letter. <laughs> I want to go back and like listen to like season one of the podcast to see like how this homeless thing like just grew, like. But the, this, 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 this yeah, was there in the you, pilot. You tend to latch onto things that you like, and I then do. and then you run them into the ground until they grow up the other side. Well, I mean, th- there there's jokes on this podcast that kind of you know like naturally went away, like Barbacane being Kermit the Frog, Bullock being I, Chucky. I never Kermit understood too. that at all. That was. We were drunk one night and, and recorded it. Yeah, you guys were like die laughing, and I'm just like, I don't understand this. And you kept like saying, "She's the frog," and I'm like, okay. And then it went away because it didn't make any it went sense. away because Barbara went crazy, and like the frog thing was like the least of our concerns. Like, but yeah, <laughs> there, there, there's jokes like homeless sex and riddle sex, and there's other ones that just like kind of never really. Well, you know. homeless sex goes under homeless. Right. Riddle sex is when it's Riddler. Yeah, that hasn't happened in a while, so. Well, I, I don't know. I think it was about to happen under those stairs. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there like, is this happening? And then Fox was like, no. You used like, to work here. Actually, they both used to work there. God. Yes, when, she, when she says, you know, like, like, you, like you've like you changed so much into a friend of mine, Ed, I was thinking, Kringle. But, and then I stopped because I didn't care. But, like, it is, it is interesting how that's. Where did Lee? That's honestly, I'm still not entirely buying this relationship. And like, well, they were like friends for like not that long. Were they friends before she started working there or after? I remember. I think she would have known him before she started. He he liked her, like not 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 had a crush on her. But when she worked there, he liked her because she treated him with more respect than the previous medical examiner did. No, I'm talking about Kringle and. Oh, I mean, yeah, we were told that they were friends, and we saw them like socialize like once or twice. But she brought it up yeah. at the beginning of the season, though, which is which is why um, no, it's still I'm viable. Sure Off panel land, you know, they they constantly went out drinking with Harvey Dent and Alan and Montoya, you know, and like had girls. I kind of feel like maybe they started being friends because she was the only other female in the department at the time. And they had a double date, so like, there's that too, you know. Like, girls always bond and. Double dates, you know, like as you would know, this experience. <laughs> in uh, fiction, yeah, they do. Yeah, I haven't double dated often. There's probably a good reason for that. I think my last double date was high school, <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on joking about how I'm I'm, I'm excited about finishing eighth grade because one of the kids who I work with, Alex, who you met, he's like. He's graduating eighth grade, and I've been helping him with all of his school projects for like the last like year, and it's been like I've been really involved in. I'm like, oh, I'm finally finishing eighth grade. Dot 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 again. Like I'm Billy <laughs> Madison. Um, but yeah, a- a- any more thoughts on Lee? I just I-, I I I'm not buying her being so into Ed, but that's what the show's selling me. So I mean, I'm gonna well, have even to sit there said, don't don't stream me on, on don't stream me along. Like, or he said something in this episode is like, you know, I'm still don't wrap me around your finger. Yes, is what he said. Do so you I, have I to don't... let it linger? Do you have to? Do you have to? 
I remember everything he said in this episode because he was like, uh. <laughs> "That's like Jan's catch, especially in that catch in that cl- clown costume." Oh. <laughs> uh, except for the clown costume, but he's like, "This will be easier than I thought." Opens the thing, the Riddler. <laughs> We're saved. <laughs> that, was <nice. laughs> that was such a nice, fun beat for that. He, now, he remembered. one thing that I do like is, like, he's not doing any murders while he's with her. Like, he's like, you know, we can't use any lethal forces because then Lee yes. won't be happy with me. So at least there's that. Like, if she was, like, standing by and, like, con- condoning him killing people, I'd, I'd be a little more upset. Yeah, now, that's a really yeah. nice touch. Yeah, that, that, would, that, would be a really, that would really be annoying. Um, I'm not sure where this is going because I don't, I feel that, like, in the in, when this show ends, I can't imagine the Riddler and Leslie Tompkins continuing to be a thing it's interesting to explore but like i feel i feel that the show itself is having us question what she thinks what she thinks about him and even though yeah. she's saying that you know she likes him she likes how she changed and she values him as a friend and maybe more something like that i feel that the show is is i i i think i think that there's there's something to leslie that is being kept close to the close to the chest um and i'm interested to see i mean i thought that with rachel ghoul and i fell on my ass so maybe maybe it's not true but uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm wondering. We have two more episodes. God, two more episodes. Yeah, and Thank it's God. no man's land. It is no man's land. Like, <gasps> what oh if that doesn't mean what we think it means? What if at the end of like Gordon's actually dead, and then the next episode, like Bullock and Lucius, like Bruce Aldrich. So like the next season is no man's land. There's no man. It's just going to be Barbara, Tabitha, Selena. Um, Lee. Bruce is suddenly a Brusa. <laughs> he gets That's a sex a change. Uh, he's a uh, Kate Kane. He doesn't need to have a sex change. I, I, he just I've needs run, to switch I think his I've gender. I've run out of women. Like <laughs> Tabitha. Well, it Lee. would be the Sirens, and I guess Sophia Harper can up runs from the GCPD. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no crime at all because, like, Echo. Women, women run the world. Oh yeah, Echo. Yeah, um, I don't have that much to say about Penguin and Butch that I didn't already like joke about. <laughs> They're the so funny. Yeah, I mean, other than I like them, they were funny, and you know, what? what why are they thinking that they're going to have to pay Hugo Strange? They can just like force him to do it like everyone else has. Hugo like when Fish is back to Vegas, his weird his <laughs> voice. Yeah, like Fish Mooney, like uh, when she wanted Strange to like cure her, she just kidnapped him. She wasn't like. We must find a way to raise ten thousand dollars so we can pay for Hugo Strange's treatment. She's not Paul Lind. <laughs> Look, there's a talent contest on TV. You know, like a singing group wins ten thousand dollars. Yo, get them, scouts. <laughs> like, like the Brady Bunch had to do in that one episode. The hell, you like, think they... Genevieve sounds like? <laughs> oh my god, I had such a huge like. Oh wait, never mind. Um. I did really like their whole Laurel and Hardy act. It was fun. Um, yeah. I did enjoy, like, he was giving him, like, that whole background story. And I was like, oh, yeah, this guy is, like, totally scared. And then Penguin goes, are, are you done here? I just want to make him pee his pants. And then they both just smile. <laughs> and they're... <laughs> And and I love how, like, because they, they tore down, like, you know, uh, the set for Gordon's house to build this Falcone house, they can't just, like, let the set go unused. So, like, they have They're that squatting. line. They're like, squatting. 
Yeah, they're squatting in Falcone's mansion. Like, why? Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> right? Oh my but god! Like, yeah, actually, like, yeah, like Fe- Carmine's dead. Sophia's dead. Like, you know, no one's Mario's that dead. <laughs> that, Mario's was a, that was an interesting thing. That, yeah, that they're, they're like in the Falcone home. That was like Mario's dead for sure. Something. Yeah, like in- until Alberto Falcone, like you know, knocks on the door, like you know, with his suitcase. Like, yeah, no one's using that house. Like. <laughs> Uh, he's a dead man walking if he shows up on that show, though. Who? Yep, Alberto Falcone. Yes, true. Fal- Falcone's other kid, like that. That bloodline is just going to be wiped out by Gordon and me. A a a a a coma. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't see her walking around and doing things. So Falcone lasted like four seasons, but you know they eventually got him. So I'm sure that Sophia will make it to the end. Yeah, you never know. Maybe, maybe she'll be like the Carmine Falcone of the Batman mythos in this reality. Like, that you know, would be the... so amazing. She's so good. Yeah, I like her. <laughs> oh, um, I like I like, I like Jan's setup and then follow up with a whisper. Oh, she could be like the Hangman. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but yeah. But any any more thoughts on Penguin and Butch? Like, I I don't think we have too much to say they about sure them. Sure, we're in the episode. The they chicken sure. bones, though. Yeah, chicken bones. Yeah. <laughs> Which is only making Don hungrier. I'm <laughs> for, sorry. Maybe. I'm sorry, for you, Don. For you listeners, there's a running joke throughout this episode because Don was betrayed by his uh, lunch order. So he's he's waiting to eat until we're done recording. And, like, food-related stuff keeps on happening. Like, at <laughs> one point, you know, this was edited out. Like, Jan's, like, uh, can I say your dad? Like, a real Yeah, episode. my dad okay. brought me pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Jan's dad, like, brought her pizza. And, like... The last episode was chicken nuggets, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chicken nuggets. The running subplot. What will Jan eat? Um, okay, so there was those. Is that the other? I mean, the only other plot line is really Alfred got beat up, which is a cliffhanger. I think. Is is Hold that on. everything? Hold on. We totally neglected the whole part where um, they get to the GCPD. JK they Bay. use. <laughs> they use the casket as a ram. To open up the door. <laughs> and it's a the cooler. casket is full of beers. I was just like, this is the best wake ever. I want to be here. And I was like, but where's the body? And then later you see it in the grave, and I was like, this is actually freaking brilliant. Um, all, every single cop in the precinct is armed. And there's too many. We got to get out of it. I was like, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> What? But it, but it's bullets. But it's but it's closed. It's it's a very very closed space where like you can hit someone. Aw, they're, they're f- marksmen, Josh. They, they can't uh, the hold on, hold on. First of all, all the cops are on one side. They've all backed up already. They come through the door, which is a bottleneck. You can shoot them. But they were like, "Oh no, there's too much. We got to run away." And I was just like, "Oh." Okay, I guess. And then they're run out of there. Like, if you want to say, like, oh, yeah, they didn't want to hurt the civilians. They're just crazy. That's well, yeah, one I mean, thing. Eventually, they're going to run it. Guns have to reload, and there's a lot of people. And, I, I mean, I, I think that their plan, for once, their plan wasn't completely stupid. Like, it actually worked. So, aside from the JCVD being damaged because of this wild kegger. Bullock took the beer out of the coffin and, and drank it. I was, I was like... 
Why would he? Of course he would. He handed it to Harper. He handed one to Harper, too, and she just held it. She was like, thanks. <laughs> I <laughs> love nobody Harper. nobody said anything. And I was just like, you know what? After that kind of day, I wouldn't I wouldn't either. She's like, yeah, I just have to be. I love Harper being the straight man to Gordon and Bullock. Like, I, I want her and Alvarez. Gordon and Bullock, yeah. Like, I, I, want, I want there to be an episode where, like, Gordon and Bullock are, like, missing for the entire episode so it's like Alvarez and Harper have to like solve the mystery and they like they solve my favorite the thing is that you said you ship them when Alvarez is married with two kids is I what? Don't yeah remember. mentioned in the first episode really yeah I mean maybe he got a divorce no <laughs> well you know he, he left his wife after Poison Ivy obviously <laughs> or, or, or maybe we know that Harper is not his wife Yes, we don't. Or, I mean, what are the ones trying to say? Like, like, like they would have mentioned that. Like, here's his wife, uh, Harper, whose last name is Harper. Well, Harper. She's just Harper. trying to hold on to that single home she's, that they're together. She's independent of her husband. Like, her whole identity isn't, I'm Alvarez's wife. You know, when you introduce someone, yeah, you're not... I mean, it's not like I have his kids or anything. She has her own job. Josh, what are you arguing? <laughs> Josh... Josh is just trying to keep his ship alive. The stakes aren't that Like, hard. I just remember, I just did, remember, did like, he, really he was at the interview, he was like, I secretly ship them because uh, clearly Alvarez cheats on his wife with Harper. <laughs> I don't like, don't did he really say that he had Go a Go back wife? and watch the first episode. It's the he's pilot, like, I got right? a family I need to take care of. And then he's like, yeah, I'm going to do the right thing so that my kids have a good example. Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on. Was this the pilot's? No, it's not the pilot. It was like the first episode or the second episode, whichever one he switched over to helping Gordon. I'm on YouTube. There is there is are there are videos of Alvarez somehow. Um, <laughs> of course there are. Alvarez attacks the GCPD. Sizzle reel. Gordon says up to Plas. J W Cortez party massacre. Bullock stands up for Gordon. I mean, does does he specifically say wife? Because you could have a kids without having a wife. No, Josh, I'm not going down this road. He's got a family. That's not the right. All right. I'm, I, I, I will, there's not enough time for me to, like, actually look up the scripts while we're recording right now, so we will table this and get back to the. <laughs> I like how you're like, well, now it just means he doesn't have a wife because I want him and Harper to be boning. I mean, um, the stakes aren't that high if I want them, but, like, I do think it would be fun for them to Because I had that whole, you missed, like, the whole thing where I was like, I just want, uh, you were on board with this when I said I wanted, like, a whole day in the life of Alvarez when Gordon goes over to their home and then meets his wife and children, and you're like, yeah, that'd be great. And then oh, now yeah, you're like, yeah, I thought it was a hypothetical wife and kids, like, we don't know what his life is, and... But I would like an episode where they team up, even if it's a platonic team up, Alvarez and Harper and, like, Gordon the Bullock are missing. And they just, like, solve the plot of the week. Basically, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Well, they solve the plot in, like, ten minutes because, like, without Gordon homeless copying everything up, like, you know, like, (laughs) they're actually competent. Like, oh, wow, you know, we did it, you know. And also Lucius will be there. Yeah, yeah. Just just make all the supporting players of the G- like. Can we really manage the GCPD without Gordon and Bullock? Spoiler alert: Yes, we did. And like the plot's over in ten minutes. Then they just spend the rest of the episode like you know having a dance party or something. That'll be the musical episode that uh, all the other shows have done. So the Fukan Cricket says the next episode is called One Bad Day. <laughs> As Gotham falls into yes. anarchy, a team of unlikely heroes step up to save it. 
Bullock takes the lead at the GCPD, and Bruce's psychological limits are tested as those close to him are put in danger. In the all-new A Dark Knight, colon, One Bad Day episode of Gotham airing Thursday, May 10th, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Guest starring Cameron Monaghan as Jeremiah Valeska, David W. Thompson as Scarecrow, Peter McRobbie as Mayor Pritchard, and Shiva Kalaisel oh dear, Shiva Kalaiselvan yeah. as Lelia. Lila. But it's not spelled Lila. Lelia. L e l i. Lelia. Have they said her name out loud in the episode before? I don't think so. Shiva Kalaisel guest stars as a character <laughs> as Barbara Kane's sycophant. All right, um, and they did accidentally release a few clips for that episode. Uh, uh, like, and if, if you want to know where to find them, they're they're on YouTube because even though Gotham's official page took them down, like other sites had them reposted. So, like, looking forward to uh, next week and seeing to what Catwoman Jim... versus uh, Scarecrow. Because oh my god! Oh yeah, you you just watched the promo? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks like so we'll good. Tear gas, Bruce. Yeah, I'm hoping. Um, Two more episodes left. This is like this is nuts. We're getting close to the season finale. Season four yeah. is almost. I mean, I would done. say this has been a short season, so like it sounds about right. Um, it's just as long as every other season's been episode wise. It just doesn't have the insane like breaks that season three had, where it's like, okay, we're back for two episodes now, a nine month break. Like, oh, oh, did yeah. you watch the promo for the next one? Because it looks like uh, Jeremiah gets a little, not as manic, but he gets a little bit more animated because it shows him screaming. I saw it, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll see it more. Like, and, and there's different forms of animation. Like, you don't have to be Jerome animated. There's, like, different ways of being, you know, I just, my Joker is a little more energetic in my brain. Not to say that he's doing a bad job now. I just, I want to see more. But I like what I've seen so far, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't know. For me, it's like, we've already seen the more. I want to see the new thing and see mm-hmm. what they're doing with that. Well, the new thing could be more. It could be more of a new thing. We'll see. <laughs> I do like that he does have the whole um, Jack Nicholson-esque outfit going with the hat. Heck yeah. Heck Yeah. While he does the Heath Ledger thing <laughs> on the steps. With the, uh, yeah. Um, There's no. still taking elements, which is cool. What's on the, what's the Heath Ledger thing on the steps? Oh, when they're all lined up in front of the police department. That's one of the scenes they accidentally released like a promo of oh, early. And like gotcha. Cameron Monaghan's like, uh, don't watch that. That spoils this week's episode. And that's for next week's episode. Like, Karen Monaghan, like, went on social media and said, like, don't watch the wrong preview. <laughs> uh, as you do. Uh, uh, no iTunes reviews recently, but hey, leave us some iTunes reviews. Um, even if you don't like what we have to say, you could leave a, you could leave a sarcastic iTunes review, like, like, oh, five stars. It's my favorite podcast ever. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Just com- that sarcastic. Yeah, because we won't know. We'll be like, oh, wow, this person really likes every single positive review that we've had so far has been sarcastic, and I've just been misreading it. Like, I love the song parodies. They're so funny. We should do a thing where, like, if if, if a listener sends in a really good song parody, they'll, like, get a prize or something. <laughs> yeah, send in the song parodies. <laughs> Save us the work. It's simply like... <laughs> 
hours to get that Gaston one right. Like, <laughs> uh, after Little Mermaid and Mulan. So I, I think Disney is, is a pretty good, you know, uh, uh, well to mine. So maybe I'll just uh, see what Disney has to offer for the rest of the season. But yeah, we're getting closer. <laughs> oh my gosh, Disney. Um, so, but yeah, leave us some uh, feedback because we like reading it and uh, and then making fun of you, asking us questions about our personal lives. Just kidding. We all love you. Uh, <laughs> this is Josh. This is Don. This is Jan. And Holly. And Jerome. And Jeremiah. <laughs> Why did Jeremiah turn into Vicky Mouse? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Someone grab his balls? <laughs> <laughs> and Alvarez and Alvarez's wife and Alvarez's kids <laughs> and Alvarez's elderly Bobby who lives in who lives in the guest room because he's so sweet taking care of her you mean abuela his abuela yes <laughs> and you've been listening that's my pal homeless homeless call